Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. If you listened to last Friday's episode, you know that I've decided to do an episode to wrap up season three every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday through the end of the year. And Friday, we started a little mini series on the words that we use and how they have the ability to help us or hinder us from thriving. Words have the power to help us thrive. And today we are going to tackle one of the biggest problematic words. And I know you're going to agree with me when you hear it. And that's the word should. That single solitary word has the power to strip you of your confidence and sap you of your drive to fulfill your purpose. I bet you didn't think that one little word had the power to do that, did you? But if I were to ask you to grab a notebook and a pen and go throughout the next 24 hours, tallying the number of times the word should crosses your mind or passes your lips. That's right, my friends. Did you know that the word should is just as damaging if you never utter it, but you simply think it? How many times would you say that you utter that word, either silently or aloud to yourself? That word should. You think it's less than 10, less than 20, 50 or more, 100 or more times? Well, my friends, I do invite you to check out that challenge. Over the next 24 hours, I invite you to tally the number of times that word crosses your mind. A couple of things are going to happen, but I'm not going to tell you what they are. You're going to have to tune in Wednesday to find out what that looks like. But you know, thriving is all about learning and growing and prospering. It's about being honest with ourselves. It's about having insight, right? Well, you can't have insight if you're not making it a point to be aware of what you do and the thought habits that you have. So do that exercise over the next 24 hours. Pause this episode. Seriously, pause this episode over the next 24 hours. No cheating, you people that want to fast forward and and figure out how that exercise is supposed to benefit you. No cheating, my friends. Seriously, I want you to hit pause. Do not listen to the rest of this episode until you've done that exercise over the next 24 hours. Tally the number of times you say or think the word should. And, you know, you can make it really easy on yourself. You can do a tally in the notes on your phone. You can do it actually on a physical piece of paper. You can use a golf counter if you have one of those laying around. All right, your 24 hours starts now. Pause this episode, go and do your awareness exercise. All right, welcome back, my friends. Your 24 hours has elapsed. Hopefully, you've actually chosen to thrive. Be aware, grow, prosper. Can't do that if you take shortcuts, right? So I want to know what you learned. I want to know what you learned about yourself when you did that exercise. How many times I thought or spoke the word should. What did you learn about yourself? Were you surprised? Did it happen more often or less often than you thought? When did it happen? What types of things were you thinking about? Relationships, finances, job, physical appearance, routine, what your home looks like, what your kids are doing. What are the things that came up for you? as that word should crossed your mind or passed your lips. Now I'm going to go back to what I was saying earlier. Yesterday, for those of you that followed instructions, that single word should, it saps your confidence and your drive to fulfill your purpose takes a nosedive. And that's because the word should can only exist in light of the ultimate danger of comparison. 
You see, we never tell ourselves we should do something because it's something we thought of doing, because it's something we've purposed or decided to deliberately do. We never say we should do something if it's something that we've thought of for ourselves. Why? Because we just do that thing, because we want to do that thing, because that thing means something to us. Obviously, we thought of it. We're going to go do it. So the word should isn't even necessary. Here's where should comes into play. When we listen and watch and take in what everybody around us is doing. You know, there's this influencer thing on social media where people get paid to influence people, right? Either for products or services, You know, I mean, this is as old as time. You use celebrity status, right, to up the sales for a particular product or service. It's not rocket science, and it's not stupid, and I don't think it's necessarily duplicitous. But what it does, if we allow it to, is we allow it to be the womb of our shoulds. I know, stay with me, the womb. But I want you to think about that. When we watch and learn and we see all of these things that other people are doing, you can think about in business, you can think about with your physical body, right? Working out, eating a certain way. If you're an entrepreneur doing business this way, doing social media this way, if you are in the dating world, this is how you date and this is what you say and this is what you don't do, right? We have all of these influencers around us telling us what we should quote unquote, do. Influencers telling us what we should do. And I'm not saying that's wrong, my friends. Hey, it works. What I am going to do is ask you, are you going to listen? Are you going to let celebrities who know neither you, nor your life, nor your heart, nor your passions, nor your desires, nor your dreams, are you going to let influencers define and pass down to you your shoulds? Are you going to incubate those shoulds in a womb and nurture them and grow them until you feel so woefully inadequate that you question everything about yourself? Now I'm going to take that a step down. That's kind of impersonal, right? Paying attention to the shoulds from influencers. It's easy for us to say, I'm not going to pay attention to that. I don't need to pay attention to that. What about people in your circle? What about people on social media? They're not celebrities, but man, oh man, they seem to be very successful. They seem to have that Prince Charming on their arms. They seem to have the perfectly coiffed and dressed kids. They seem to have the most amazing home. They seem to have a life that really, really thrives. Well, by the world's definition of thriving anyway. So they're not celebrities, but guess what? They're in our news feeds. Our thumbs scroll by and sometimes whoop stop and land right on them. What kind of things do you say to yourself when you see posts? Do you say, I should be doing this because this person looks like they've figured it out? Do you say, I should be doing this because this person looks really happy? Man, if I if I was like this or if I did this or I was the same as this person, then, then I would have what I want. My friends, that's one step closer. Now let's get closer still. Who's introducing and who's defining your shoulds? Let's look at your friends your family members? Do you have people who are disappointed in you, vocally disappointed in you, frustrated with you? They want to encourage you, but it comes out all wrong and you end up feeling like you're just not good enough. So all of those shoulds start swelling, those shoulds that have been whispers for 
most of your life for many of us. And they start coming to the surface again, even after we've tried to drag them below and we just don't feel good enough. My friends, that's what a should does. It destroys you. It destroys your ability to esteem yourself, to honor yourself. And guess what? When that happens, it destroys your drive to serve. And my friend, if you're living and breathing other people, they need you. You were created on purpose for a purpose in the world needs you. Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. So my friends, I'm going to invite you over the next few days to a week. I want you to make this your focus. Consider every time you think or say the word should, where is that being birthed from? What sphere of influence, of comparison is that coming from? Should it hold a grain of salt? Should it hold a grain of salt? And remember that when something comes from you, from a desire within you, and that could be from God planting that desire within you, right? Or something that you think of when you have that desire to do something, you don't tell yourself you should go do it. You just go do it because you want to. So my guess is that everything that follows should is a lie and maybe something you should ignore. So that's today's Little Lies, Big Truths episode. I'm looking forward to another episode right around the corner in two days on Wednesday, where we will explore even more practical tools of what it looks like to discover, build, maintain, and be fueled by a thriving thought world. Until then, my friends, please do remember to speak truth over the lies and you will thrive in any and every circumstance.